The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, dear Sangha, the topic for this morning is, again, one of five bases for cultivating spiritual power. And um, this species, basis is a combination of, again, uh, engagement or padahana, wholehearted engagement, and in this case, chitta, quality or subjective experience of the mind and heart. And Again, um, those two help to form collectedness, immersion, stability, concentration, samadhi. All of those are kind of um, synonyms or different translations of the word samadhi. So I have three main points to cover this morning. And the first overarching point, really, if you take nothing else, from these 15 minutes, it's that the quality of our minds and hearts, though the quality of that and the thought that emerges from it can define our practice and it can define our lives. And this, this is most easily seen in meditation practice for me. And sometimes, you know, moments of it will pop in in daily life too, of course. So it's helpful to learn to notice. That's point one. Point two and three are sort of subsets. It's ways of noticing. And the first kind of thing that some of us can tune into, you might find that you tune into, is the overall state of the mind in any given moment. And this is kind of like the atmospherics, the overall ecology or soundscape happening in your system. The second way is to tune into the kinds of thoughts that are emerging. And I don't so much mean the story of the thoughts, though that can be very important, but the underlying quality. So I'll talk about that more in a minute. So first, the quality of the mind and heart. Quality of thoughts, how we relate to experience. I'm going to ask you again to kind of feel into these as I talk about them. And I'll give you another word cloud for the poly of chitta. This comes from a number of different translators. Mind. Mental processes. Mental development. Heart or heart-mind. State of consciousness. Just feel into those so far. Any associations coming up? Overall awareness. Kind of like the overall atmospherics. And then my personal favorite comes from the... um, very prolific early translator, Caroline Augusta Foley Rise Davids. 
She calls chitta the subjective experience of mind. The subjective experience of mind. So this overall subjective experience, it's, as I mentioned, kind of like the overall weather, the overall front here in the Bay Area of rain. And the kind of overall atmospherics you might experience in a soundscape. Another way I've thought of it in the past that's been helpful is if the mind is spinning up movies, for those of us that are visual, what's the tint or the color theme in the movie? Or what's the general mood of the soundtrack? Not the words, not the dialogue, the feel. So this is such a helpful sort of um, part of experience to tune into that it actually has its own foundation in the Buddha's famous teaching, the Four Foundations of Mindfulness, one of the central teachings of this tradition of Buddhism and perhaps of most, if not all, traditions. And that third foundation is, and I'm using Gil Fronstolt's translation here of this discourse, observation of mind. And there are certain things that are helpful to notice. You don't have to like dig around for them, but just notice them. One is, and I'm just going to read a few of the paraphrases, the, the phrases from this section. One knows a mind with craving as a mind with craving. And a mind without craving as a mind without craving. One knows a mind with ill will as a mind with ill will, and a mind without ill will as without ill will. One knows a mind with delusion as a mind with delusion, and a mind without delusion as a mind without delusion. In other words, clarity or wisdom. And one knows a mind that is collected as collected, and a mind that is scattered as scattered. So that could be distraction, collected, of course, is that stability, that stillness, focus, samadhi. One knows an expanded mind as an expanded mind, or spacious mind, you could call it, and a not expanded mind as a not expanded mind. And it goes on from there. Just to give you a flavor, this is general. And it doesn't have to be something you even look for, but every now and then if things are going really tough in a meditation, or if they're going really, really well, just to check in. What's the quality of the mind and heart right now? The shortcut that... um, teacher I've followed now for some years, his teaching, Saida Utejaniya uses, is, is there tension in the mind or relaxation? Or for me, it's often helpful, a shortcut, is it helpful or not helpful? So just, these are possibilities. You don't have to go looking for them, digging for them, but allowing them to emerge to be seen, 
So an example here, let's say you go to visit someone who's having a really hard time to support them, to be with them. Beautiful thing to do, right? There's a big difference during and afterwards between tuning into the compassion and the care in your own heart, or maybe the appreciation for them and versus criticizing or blaming yourself for any little misstep or imperfection of how it went. Same thing goes for showing up for ourselves in meditation, right? Acknowledging what's happening without putting on extra layers that aren't so helpful. So in meditation, it's helpful just to notice. The shortcut for all of this is just notice the overall mood. Notice the overall tone. And that tone, that mood can feel so authoritative that it's really worth remembering that the chitta, this subjective quality of mind, it can change faster than a finger snap. We've all experienced that. Some new event happens, a new person, a memory, a realization. And our mood goes from one thing to completely other. Just like faster than a finger snap. The last area I'll cover just briefly is to notice the different types of thought arising. And this can be the kinds of attitudes of thought that I talked about earlier in Bill's translation of the third foundation, but it can also be qualities of the mental activity itself. And there are two qualities in particular that are helpful in cultivating the idipada, the basis for meditative success and spiritual power. And that is the quality of directed attention at whatever your central object of attention, anchor of attention for the meditation is. So that's like the striker hitting the gong of the bell. And the other quality is a sustaining quality, like the fade of the bell. We'll just do it now. So if you just connect, it'll be a clunk like that. If you connect and sustain, it's like this. There's this capacity to be with, be near what is being attended to that continues. You can think of this in terms of yesterday's topic of effort too. Every now and then, a little pulse of connecting, and then this long sustaining. It's like pushing a child on a swing. You don't need to be pushing the whole time. The swing swings. So this is a very helpful quality of mind. Each of these are very helpful qualities of mind for deepening immersion, stability in the meditation. And again, nothing that needs to be made to happen or dug for, but just noticing. I encourage you to notice in your life when you connect, when your attention naturally connects with something, 
and stays with it for a while. Okay, so to recap, chitta, the subjective experience of the heart and mind, is one of the really crucial, helpful qualities to notice in cultivating a deepening of meditation practice. The overall attitude, quality, atmospherics of heart and mind. The overall sense of weather, atmosphere, presence and absence of skillful and unskillful, healthy and unhealthy qualities. And these kinds of thoughts or types of mental activity. So in the next 24 hours, if it feels right, just notice these in your life or in your practice. Maybe talk about them with a friend. And I'll look forward to seeing you, at least in the chat or in my mind's eye tomorrow on YouTube. Thank you for your practice.